Welcome to the More Podcast with Jordan and Marissa Nordlum, where we talk about more. Everything messy, original, real, and eternal. We can't wait to have you along with us for the journey. There is more. Welcome to the More Podcast. What's up, everybody? Woohoo! We're so excited that you joined us today. This is, babe, this is a big this deal. This is a huge moment. This is episode 12. Episode 12. But if you didn't know, I feel like there's going to be a soundtrack coming on right now. Come on. It is Christmas, Christmas time. season. And it's December 12th on the 12th episode. Kind of fun. So awesome. And you know what that means is Christmas is right around the corner. If you're listening, joining in today, thank you for listening. As always, we invite you to like, subscribe, and comment. Uh, Be a part of the journey of the More Podcast and share it. But this is exciting because Christmas season is a time of year where we feel joy, we feel happiness. Babe, is it your favorite season? I think it's one of my favorite seasons of the year. Absolutely. And it's my birthday month. It's a big deal. Come on. It's a big deal. The pre-party to Jesus. For those who don't know that are listening... Jordan's birthday is actually Christmas Eve. It is a wild time to have a birthday. But again, I would say it's a pre-party to Jesus. He's the real party and I just get to be like the opener. So So today (laughs) we actually wanted to give a Christmas gift back to you listening here along with us. Yes. And we wanted to share with you guys some really exciting news. Huge news. Uh, As of today, which is crazy, the more podcast, I'll let Marissa officially announce it, has reached an insane amount of people in season one how many people have subscribed to uh really this podcast and downloaded it we actually couldn't even believe it when we found it out it was like wait what crazy that is awesome but the more podcast has reached over fifty thousand downloads come on from episode one to episode 12 we have had over fifty thousand downloads and in those 12 episodes we're just so thankful that you've joined us for this journey of the more podcast supporting our dream to tell you that there is more. Absolutely. It's honestly so cool to see uh, everybody just kind of rush in to say, wow, we love this. Keep doing this. And uh, we are. We're super excited for season two. So our gift to you is actually an exciting announcement. That's a gift to us. And it's thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting. Absolutely. 50,000. And we can't wait to see what comes out of season two. And counting, right? So let's talk about what we're going to talk about today, which is the Christmas spirit. This is the 12 Days of Christmas checklist that Ooh. we put together. Love it. Are you excited? I'm ready. And so what's kind of fun about this is we actually scoured the internet. We scoured Google, right, which is the best friend. Uh, and we just kind of uh, really wanted to know what are like the 12 things that kind of America would say are like the 12 things for a Christmas checklist, right? Like the things that we really, really want to make sure we hit in the Christmas season. And so we kind of want to like uh, just kind of throw them up, talk about each one of them, right, as we go, and just kind of see maybe what your tradition is and what maybe, you know, our tradition is, and then maybe kind of what everything looks like during the Christmas season. So pull out a pen and a paper or just take a mental note. Yeah. If you have never done any of these things or if you want to add them to your Christmas checklist, I encourage you to. But here, without further ado, is the 12 days. First, I want to do this. I just want to throw this out there real quick because I think it's important to have people know where you're coming at for like how Christmassy you are. So I just gave off one to 10. Let's just do this for fast before we jump into it. How Christmassy are you? 10 being like, I'm like 
I am literally Mrs. Claus, okay, babe? Or, or like one like your Grinch. Like, leave me alone. It's just another month. I feel like the scale needs to be larger. I feel like Grinch <laughs> is like zero and Mrs. Claus is like a hundred. A hundred. But if we're going to do one to ten, I would have to say I'm probably somewhere around a seven to eight. Okay. I'm not like, I'm going to dress up as Mrs. Claus Christmas, <laughs> but I'm total like... Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. And I'm not so much the Scrooge, am I? But I definitely fall in that like four or five range where I'm like, I like Christmas. I actually, I actually really love the traditions, but I'm like not the guy to wear the ugliest sweater at the party. You know what I'm saying? But I think since we've had kids, you've become more of like Mr. Claus. Absolutely. And I love gift giving. Who doesn't? Right. So here, without further ado, is the 12 days of Christmas Checklist. Checklist. Woo! Cue the fun music. I already had it playing in my head. <laughs> okay, sweet. So number one, this is kind of the first thing we saw on a checklist is simply this. It says decorate the house, right? It's important, right, babe? Decorate the house. It's a really important thing. If you don't decorate the house or decorate the outside of the house, it doesn't really feel like Christmas, does it? That is true. So that's an important thing. For If this is the number one thing on the checklist is to decorate the house... When do you start decorating? Ooh, good question. Uh, for us, right, it's always kind of been whenever uh, we've had time before, right? Yes. But what would you say is like the time where it's like officially, if it got to this point, we need to have decor up in our house? Personally, I like putting up a tree before Thanksgiving. Ooh, you just lost half the viewers right there. <laughs> uh, there are a lot of people that would say differently, but I like to have it up. By Thanksgiving, before Thanksgiving, or at least by the Friday after Thanksgiving. Now, where are my December people at? Come on, December 1st should be the first day of Christmas. I feel like if you're starting on December 1st to decorate, you're missing out on like crucial extra days you could spend celebrating the is holiday. That, is that so? Hmm, interesting. But that's the first thing on the checklist is decorate the house. But when do you end? When do we put Christmas you know, aside? That's kind of an important thing as well, right? It's really, really key. You know what's interesting is there were years growing up that our family would put it aside before New Year's and then sometimes after New Year's. And it just gives it a different... I think it depends on what you're doing to celebrate New Year's. But personally, I like putting this stuff away on January 1st. I'm totally in agreement with you on that. Last thing before we get to number two is tree. We got to talk about tree as part of the big thing for decor. Do you get a fake tree or do you go full real? Get a real Ooh. tree. This is going to be one that everyone has mixed reviews on the podcast, too. I love the experience of a real tree, but I don't like the maintenance. The maintenance and cleanup is pretty rough. Yes. I would totally agree with you. In the years past, being a young boy, growing up in a family in Oregon, the land of trees, we were always about doing a real tree, right? But now, being in Arizona, all about the fake tree all day. All about it. Awesome. So number two on the checklist is go caroling. This is a funny one. This is a funny one. Do you go caroling? I have actually been caroling, which is a really fun fact. I've been caroling probably two or three times in the course of this probably few years when I was younger. We would actually go caroling for like uh, veterans hospitals. This is a big deal. And so if you I know did me, not know this. You, yeah, We're finding this out on the more this podcast This is finding out live right now. Uh, unscripted. We would go uh, for veteran for like a um, a veterans hospital every now and then, or a children's hospital, and go caroling with our church. And if you know anything about me, I'm not a great singer, so uh, yeah, I would hum a lot in those tunes. Did you know this is question? I hope I don't put you on blast. 
Did you know the songs you were singing? Like all the old classics? We actually had books, which is helpful. Oh, but that is I would helpful. say I knew about 10% of the songs. That's funny. <laughs> there are a lot of old Christmas songs. There is. There's tons. And you know what's crazy is there's actually, and this is the music nerd in me, but there's actually quite a few that are still in public domain, but there's also quite a few Christmas classics that are not owned by public domain yet because um, they were only created less than 50 years ago. So let me ask you then, have you been caroling before then? I have actually not been caroling as sad as it is. I mean, I think I've done casual things that are like Christmas caroling, but I've never done a full traditional caroling. Caroling. Do I want to go caroling? Yes. Maybe this Christmas we have some time before Christmas. Maybe I'll organize a family caroling night. That sounds great. Number three is make a gingerbread house. This is one of those ones I feel like if you're not in the country, I feel like you're, people would think weird about us. Like you make a gingerbread house. But I feel like it's unanimous that you have to make a gingerbread house during the Christmas time. Or at least gingerbread cookies, right? It is just a fun thing to do. Now, do we make it out of real gingerbread or I feel like, I feel like I'm watching Elf by saying this. <laughs> or do we get like, you know, I know growing up or if you're in school, I remember being in grade school, we'd make them out of like graham crackers and frosting. Right. I would say you got to go full real. Right? Full gingerbread. Yeah, full gingerbread real. Um, we haven't made a gingerbread house in a while. I'm not sure if maybe you're listening. Uh, maybe your guys' is even custom on, on Christmas Day or in that kind of like first week of December was to do this. Um, but this is kind of new to me. We, we've made it once or twice before in our family, but it wasn't really one of those big things we do. But some families. They do competitions. They're all out Right on this. So I'm definitely curious. There's definitely a a huge dividing line there. But on the Christmas checklist, we wanted to add make a gingerbread house. It will definitely bring in the holiday spirit. You'll be happy you did. Number four. Number four is go see Santa Claus. Ooh, that's a fun one. That is a fun one. Now, this is an interesting one, though, because I feel like when I'm in the mall and I'm Christmas shopping and there's a Santa there, I don't know if I have ever stopped for him. Outside of being under five. You haven't stopped for Santa Claus? (laughs) I know, it sounds bad. (laughs) Outside of being like five years old or younger and your parents take you to go take photos of Santa. Isn't it funny? There's so many people our age, 40, 50, 60 years old that are like, Santa, right? It's funny. Something on the the podcast, I just just probably put them on blast, right? But like, that's a real thing. It is so a real thing. So the question is, is that part of the checklist for you this Christmas? Do you guys go see Santa whether you have kids or you don't? That's the question. Or is the experience even just seeing him while you're in the mall being like, hey, there's Santa. Or do you actually need to sit on their, his lap? Which is I kind of a funny one that. too. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. So, okay. If you have kids, this answer may be different also that are around that young age. But go see Santa. That's another fun one we put here. Absolutely. For our 12 Days of Christmas checklist. Number five is really fun, is have a Christmas movie marathon. I love this one. So what's your favorite Christmas movie? Oh, there's so many great ones to count. Off the top of my head, one of my favorites recently is actually Four Christmases. Oh, so good. So funny. Highly recommend it. You got to watch that movie. What's your favorite Christmas movie? It's it's classic. It's the best actor of all time, Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's Jingle All the Way. It is a great movie. It's Turbo Time. It's the best. Absolutely. Another great Christmas movie is the classic Santa Claus movie with Tim Allen. Of course. That's a great movie. Can't go wrong. You cannot go wrong. If you want some adventure, go full Polar Express. Oh, right? wow. That's a great Dude, one. Or Elf. Can't go wrong with Elf. So good. Um, or we can throw it back to some of my favorites, which is like Miracle on 34th Street and yeah, It's a Wonderful, wonderful Life. life. Yep. Those are phenomenal Christmas movies. But whatever you choose to watch, 
make a marathon out of it, bake some cookies, get some cocoa, maybe pop some popcorn, sit by the fire and watch the movies and enjoy the Christmas movies with someone you love. It's the best. I feel like that was a part of a Hallmark commercial. <laughs> uh, num- the next one on our list, this is number six. Number six is go see Christmas lights. Yes. Now, this is fun because we actually just did this as yes. a family. We went and saw some Christmas lights. And you know what the cool thing is? Is there are in our country, I guess you could say, a lot of ways that now we're paying for these Christmas experiences, drive through lights, shows, all these things, right? People pay and they drive through them. Which is great. Which is great. But nothing beats the old fashioned free 99 drive around and see Christmas lights. And you know what's so cool is just a few days ago, we decided to research the best Christmas lights neighborhoods. Yeah. In in our area, and we found some incredible like top-notch displays. Like one house was even giving away free hot cocoa. It was cool. It was like a walkthrough experience. But it wasn't like that's weird hot cocoa. It was like was, a legitimate. Like, like people were there. There was lines. There. It was very cool. Big time. But you know what? Going and seeing Christmas lights is an experience you just have to do. It is, and I think it's one of those fun things that does put you in a Christmas mood. It totally I does. Can't lie. Uh, next one up, we have serve your community slash church, right? Whatever, you know, uh, that might mean to you, whether you, you know, do something for a, a, a local outreach program, or if it is like the church that you really are connected to and what you serve and how you serve through. It's amazing. It's one of the biggest times of the year where there's so much need, right? Yeah. And I think it's so important to make sure you get plugged in and serving your community or church in some way. A lot of churches do either a bike build or a food drive or a holiday toy giveaway. Um, or you could go and serve at a shelter. And I know a lot of people that do that as well. But there's just a sense of giving back to your community and, and literally being Jesus to your community when you serve. And so that is a great thing to do during the holiday season. Absolutely. And maybe this is your first time um, even kind of considering that. Um, it's actually a lot easier than you think to get involved. Oh, totally. It's so easy to find serving opportunities. Um, yeah. This year, I encourage you to try it. Absolutely. What's our next one, babe? Our next one is ghost sledding Uh-oh. slash ice skating. Oh, careful on this one, people. What a cool... Cool thought. I, I'm curious of those people out there who actually do go ice skating during the season because it can be a thing people do kind of throughout the year every now and then. Depends on where you go, right? But I'm not a great ice skater. Are you good at ice skating? Oh, I'm such a bad ice skater. It's <laughs> funny. <laughs> uh, we have some good memories of ice skating uh, in different parts um, of the country. We've been uh, San Francisco, San Francisco that one year. That was fun. That was we fun. Ice skating, uh, but usually we end up on the ice. Right. Normally we'd end up on the ice. That's how it goes. The past couple of years I've been pregnant at Christmas. So I've had like this built in excuse. I'm too big to ice skate right now because right. my belly's like, I'm sure there are people that are pregnant and ice skate. But for me, accident prone, it's best if I stay off the ice. But it is a very popular thing. A lot of people do. How about sledding? Have you ever been sledding? I actually have been sledding once, but it's it's kind of like a weak excuse. It was like a, a two foot little bunny hill. We had some ice snow in our neighborhood. But I've heard great things. When we were kids, we actually used to go sledding a lot. That's amazing. During the holidays. And when we lived in Oregon, for those of you listening that don't know, both Jordan and I grew up in Oregon. and Oregonians. But we met in Arizona, so we didn't know that we were both... (laughs) We didn't know each other when we were both young. We met in the desert, and we live in the desert now. Yes. So we don't even know what snow is out here. We we have no idea. There is snow out here, but you have to drive a few hours to see it. That's right. But we used to go sledding as kids, and I remember it was such a fun time. 
Um, this was not on our list, but I have to add it along with anything snow related during the holidays is if you live in a snowier climate or if you're going to go travel to see snow, you have to make snowmen. You do. You have to, right? You just have to. It's, and then you have to also lay in the snow and make snow angels. That's actually really fun. That's a total bonus one. But it is difficult. It takes a lot of effort to build a snowman, but you can build a small one. It takes one. a lot of effort. <laughs> Anyways, here we are coming with our next one. What's our next Christmas checklist idea? Uh, I think it's important to read the Christmas story as a family, right? It's important, yes. right? Where do you find the Christmas story? Usually, what do we read it out of? We normally read it out of Luke 2 and in the Gospels, in the Gospel of Luke, open chapter 2. It's the Christmas story. And a lot of people read it either on Christmas Eve or on Christmas morning. Growing up every year, I loved this tradition my family did, where we were not able to open a single gift until after my dad Ooh, finished reading the story. And so we would all sit around the couch and he would read the Christmas story of Jesus and his birth. And and and, and as we got older, we'd take turns reading it and helping read it, which was super fun. And so we've continued the tradition on as our own family. So reading the Christmas story, whether you do it Right now, early, or if you do it right at Christmas, it's a really fun thing to do. And how cool that you actually, in your, in your tradition, waited to have presents afterwards, really sim- symbolizing like what Christ has been for humanity. Yes, like, and gift. as little kids, we got so antsy, but yes. we, we always knew that by the time you know breakfast was finished, Dad's reading the Christmas story, we're getting closer, so That's it right. was a really cool thing that we were able to kind of engrave in us as kids, so read the Christmas story as a family. The next one we have for you on the 12 Days of Christmas checklist is participate in a secret Santa gift or a white elephant gift exchange. I love this one. Now, what one's better? That's kind of the question, right? Somebody would say, I like to get an anonymous gift of a certain value, right? Put it in a circle and do Yankee swap. Like like uh, Michael from, you know, from the office says, like a white elephant exchange. Or is it better to do like, hey, we all put our names into a hat and we figure out who we're going to be buying for this year. What would you prefer in this? Uh, I think it depends upon the group of people you're with. I like white elephant if it's for like a work party. There you go. But Secret Santa, I think, is better with family. It's intentional. Yes. You're buying for someone that you know they're going to like. But white, white Elephant is so fun. If you're it at a work fun. party or like a church event party. You like stealing the presents, don't you? I do. It is. Oh, re- yeah. And it's, it's, it's just a fun thing. So I encourage you listening to be a part of one of those this year if you can. The other cool thing that I heard people are doing is they're doing this gifts with friends things where it's called like my favorite things where you maybe take you and your five other friends and you say, my gift I'm going to share is a candle. So you buy five candles and you get one for each of your friends and each of your friends finds a favorite thing too. And so by the end, you end up with six unique gifts or five unique gifts from each of your friends and you gave a gift out and everyone else does their favorite thing gift. So that's becoming a very popular. This sounds like Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> you get a gift, but that's becoming a very popular thing as well to do like a favorite things thing with your friends. But Either way you go, you can't you can't go wrong. It is a blessing to give during the holiday season. We have two left on our Christmas checklists, and I will take number 11. Uh, make a special Christmas breakfast. Come on, Marissa, you're a great cook. For those who don't know, my wife is an amazing cook, great baker. But man, breakfast at our house is special. It's always special. And tell them we've always just searched out for the best cinnamon roll, right? And one of the years recently, we were like, we just need to make it, right? Babe, I think we did it. And I think we cracked the code, people, right? So don't be surprised if more podcasts and more ministries in 2023 starts making cinnamon rolls. <laughs> <laughs> but tell people, what 
is it all about? This breakfast, this big breakfast, is it special? Should people do it? I think it's special. I know growing up, Jordan had a tradition where his family would do French toast breakfast. That's right. My family would do a waffle breakfast or some type of like Christmas, um, like almost like a sticky bun breakfast. But Jordan and I, when we met, said we should do a cinnamon roll, homemade cinnamon rolls breakfast. And so for years we were like, I, don't, I was like, I have no idea how to make cinnamon rolls. But <laughs> this past year we cracked the code. We really did. They're incredible and they're better than cinnamon rolls. Praise the lamb. Somehow we figured it out. And so we have now a special, a new tradition right. to share with our kids as they grow up, which is a special Christmas breakfast with homemade cinnamon rolls. And you better believe there's going to be like eggs and bacon there because I need that right. savory part too. Totally. But um, yes, a special Christmas breakfast or some people do a special Christmas dinner. Just something fun to celebrate with family. It's amazing. Number 12, take us to the fin- the finish line, the finale. What is on the last part of that checklist? Number 12, saving the best for last, last but definitely not least, is celebrate Jesus celebrate throughout Jesus. the whole holiday season. So taking him with you on the most important thing on the Christmas checklist is after you've done all of the things you could do, it would be a total loss if we didn't bring him into each and every one. So good. And so as cliche as it may sound, keeping Christ in Christmas, celebrate him and let the joy of his birth and um, even knowing what his birth means spill into everything you do during the holiday season. What was the term you, you called Christmas without Christ? Christmas without Christ is just about us. It's just me, miss, right? Yes, it's, it is. It's honestly really important. I think in general for us going forward, it's man and everything we do, every checklist we, thing we just mentioned, all eleven things. Like you said, I love that. Bring him with you. Yes. And like like you said too, like man, he is the reason for the season. He's the light of the world, and he is the yes. hope of the world. And there's a reason for it, and why we celebrate him. So celebrate Jesus. So celebrate Jesus. And with that, we just want to leave you guys today. This was a short little twelve days of Christmas checklist that we wanted to bring at you, but. We want to just leave you with some encouragement today. Um, I know the holiday season is a joyous time. It's a hope-filled time. But for a lot of people listening, and maybe for you listening today, this is a time where you feel um, maybe hurt, or you feel pain, or you feel um, sadness, maybe over a loved one that you've lost, or over just unmet expectations, or financial stress. There's a lot of reasons to feel stressed and, and depressed, I guess, during the holiday season. And so we just want to encourage you with the message of hope today uh, before we leave the podcast to say um, we see you and we are for you. And even more than us seeing you, this is why Jesus came. This is why he was born uh, because he sees you as well. And so if you need comfort during this holiday season, if you need hope, um, reach out to him and um, and all of the other things can wait. Truly, all the other things can wait that make the holiday season special or exciting. Uh, but he, I pray and we want to just encourage you uh, that you find that hope this holiday season and that hope that ultimately is in Christ. That's exactly right. And so as we end season one, it's our last episode, Crazy. We are so excited for season two, uh, launching January 16th, 2023. And I think it's just fitting, if you would, maybe to pray for us in this Christmas season, uh, Marissa, as we close it out, season one. Wrap it up like a Christmas present and get ready for all that God wants to do in the year. Let's do it. God, we just thank you so much that you sent your son, Jesus, to uh, be born, to be born of a virgin, an amazing birth. And I just thank you during this Christmas season that 
Uh, your hope is present within our hearts. Your hope is present within um, us, God. And so, Lord Jesus, I just thank you for everyone listening to the More Podcast. I pray that this holiday season would be an uplifting and an encouraging time that they get to spend with family and with friends and with loved ones. But more importantly than that, I just pray, Lord, we would experience your presence during this holiday season. And we would be reminded that Jesus, you are the reason we celebrate. You are the reason we sing these songs. You are the reason we do all these things. Um, And it's because of you. So we just thank you, God. We thank you that we get to come and be a part of the holiday season. And I just pray uh, your hope to flood and invade every person's heart that is listening to the more podcast during this holiday season. May it not be about uh, financial stress. May it not be about anything else but your presence, Lord. And so I just pray for comfort and for peace as you are peace. Um, And we just thank you for who you are and that it's all about you and your birth in Jesus name. Amen.